0: Away, you moldy rogue, away.
1: Welcome back everyone to the latest episode of the Moldy Rogues podcast. Now, I don't like to toot our own horn or anything, but this episode is a cast-iron, golden statue of a peach of a show. We have the final ever historical Five-A-Side Rumble, James attempts to get Seven to win Play Your Cards height, and, last but not least, we shall have a Celebrity Sellouts, where we hear Hollywood's finest selling their souls for the Japanese yen, whilst we try and work out who they are. Let's get started with this monster of an episode. So that is one nil in the best of five. Give me another two numbers. One? That is my number one, which is... Oh, our boy, Genghis Khan. Uh, five. And your five... Oh, I should have seen it. Alexander the Great. Ooh. <laughs> Epic showdown. In very much in keeping with FDR versus Stalin, this is two guys. I believe they were born in the same year. Very similar dominating military presences. Do you want me just
0: to jump in when you're wrong?
1: No, let me just throw in a couple of other incorrect curveballs. I believe both Turkish and I think they both dated the same girl in high school. There might be one or two things slightly wrong with that. Most of what you said it's correct.
0: When you say they were born in the same year, (laughs) seven, 800 years between them? (laughs) A piffling seven or 800 years. Exactly. What's that in today's money? They both fought different variations of Turkish people. So that is, you know.
1: So I was pretty much spot on with that. yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: They both took over two-thirds of the world, give or take. Genghis
0: takes the crown there. Genghis Khan, the biggest empire known to man. Bigger than the Roman Empire, bigger than the Greek Empire, which includes, of course, your boy Alexander.
1: But I thought Alexander wept when he saw there were no no more worlds to conquer. conquer. No?
0: Yeah, he wept, but I dare say he wept prematurely because there (laughs) were definitely (laughs) categorically more worlds to conquer.
1: And then Alexander's mate went, hey, have you not seen all those worlds? over? Shut up, shut up. I have conquered all the worlds. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Certainly similar stature of historical figure. Yes, Um, that is true. Okay, and a number for the category. Let's go for 49. This is Can Ride a Horse. Which of these two are? Come to Popper. Well, well... I am fascinated by your attempt to win this one. So the stage is yours. Both were
0: no doubt excellent horsemen. Genghis gets a lot of the credit for your horsemanry. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Now, I just want to raise the point. Genghis Khan initially conquered Mongolia, Siberia, Northern China. Right, right, fine. All of that. That's basically one massive field, all that area. Mm. Right now, you're Alexander, Greece into Turkey, into Iran, into India, into Afghanistan, mountainous as balls. (laughs) I would put it to you it's harder to ride a horse over a mountain than it is over a field. So, therefore, I'm going to be magnanimous and take a draw.
1: What nonsense. I'm not even sure Alexander Great ever even got on a horse. I'll bet he rode in one of those Roman sidecar things on the back <laughs> of a horse. He was too fancy for that. Recently, have we? <laughs> or a hot air balloon or something. Yeah, he definitely
0: rode a horse. Definitely.
1: I know, but Genghis Khan's people were the horsemen. That's what they did. Whereas What's Alexander the Great, They're the Macedonians... Mano a mano. No, Macedonians were more known for their boats and trains and things. Now, I'm sure he rode a horse from time to time, but Khan, certainly the superior
0: horse. Moscow to Ulaanbaatar, one big field
1: done. Athens one, one
0: to Delhi, mountainous as balls. As I said yeah, before.
1: also watery as balls. I'd like to see his horse swim all that way. It's not going to well, happen. this is the thing. No, no, no. It's oh, he, what, he was such a good field. horseman, he managed to swim to India. Well, maybe he went via land, hence
0: Turkey and Iran and Pakistan.
1: Maybe he took he a boat. He didn't take a boat. I don't oh, know. Here comes,
0: oh, here comes India down the motorway in a car. No, he didn't take a boat.
1: I, I have put up with your waffle for long enough. Gang is the king of horsemen. I've not even Googled any of this. Such is the strength of my argument. Really? Yeah, There's I'm, I'm letting you...
0: <laughs> About the Macedonians being the world's finest shipbuilders. That's some incredible knowledge. Or maybe it's all you'd... bollocks.
1: <laughs> all right, so that is 1-1. One, one. So, we will move on. Give me another two numbers, please. Three for you. That or... It's Henry VIII of England versus... I had three? You've not. It's only big jewels, Julius Caesar. Oh. <laughs> of course, Henry VIII, we all know, the head-chopping, chicken-loving Tudor. Julius Caesar, would you consider him the greatest of the Roman emperors? He, well, I don't know about
0: greatest. He's a George Washington of the Roman emperors.
1: Ah, there you go. So you broke a lot of ground, but others may yeah. uh, have done a better job overall. Gone higher,
0: but you shone bright.
1: And uh, the number for the category:
0: twenty-four.
1: It's our old favourite. Help you with your decking in the back garden on a Sunday morning. Well, it's two-one to me, isn't it? In Eight.
0: what way is it two-one? Uh...
1: Listen, if he's known for anything, it's joviality and murder. He was happy-go-lucky. He was a sportsman in his youth, known for his glancing and his cup and ball. I think he would be able to pick up a hod and Mm. he would be able to dig through your back garden without a second thought. As long as you gave him a glass of mead and a serving wench, he would definitely help you out. Big lad. He'd be there all day long.
0: The man was so selfish that he made an entire church just so he could get married to another woman. And you think he's going to drop everything and come around and help you with some DIY.
1: He was a religious man, so he'd be up on Sunday anyway. He was the head of his own church. How much more religious is the the Pope not Religious. religious?
0: Religious by default. The Pope's not the Pope pope because he invented his own church. Which makes mine better. No, it doesn't. How's he? It's not religious. He literally created a religion just so he could get laid. (laughs) Henry will be saying, Dan, what's in it for me? You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours.
1: I don't want a glass
0: of mead mate." And there's plenty of mead and serving wenches over here for me to chase like oh, a penny. You Hills can one.
1: have. What some have a... I got
0: going to your you can... little <laughs> bedsit to help you with your DIY, mate?
1: It's not a bedsit. I've got a back garden, hence the need for decking. And you can have some potato wedges. We know how much you love those. Got them from the New World. In yeah, Elizabethan times, which
0: hasn't happened yet, but never mind.
1: Thank you, and we can sit around smoking roll-ups and chatting about.
0: Tobacco, which also came from the New World in Elizabethan times. So basically, the way you would bring him over is to yep. give him loads of stuff that hadn't yet <laughs> been invented. Yeah, so including using cigarettes and decking. Well, yes. I think Julius Caesar, creator of an empire, man of the people, sure. he would be there and he would bring centurions with him. So he would do a cracking job.
1: No, 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 yeah. no centurions. This is mano a mano. Even
0: on his own, he did a cracking job.
1: Was he known for this?
0: What his DIY skills? (laughs) His generosity. A lot of the uh, Roman philosophers who were writing at the time didn't mention that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Now you've got to ask yourself: Hmm. How did Julius Caesar die? He was stabbed
0: by the senators, including Brutus, famously. Yeah.
1: Famously, whose house? He was supposed to go around and hoover earlier that day, but didn't bother. <laughs> that decking's fucking wonky! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, his friends killed him. How did
0: Henry VIII die? Syphilis, from shagging too many birds on his fat ass.
1: I mean, granted, Caesar, populist, his authoritarian reforms angered the elites. I get you, I understand what you're saying, but... I don't see how that helps you, you create a sense. barbecue station in the back garden. I just don't, I don't see it. You know, um, it makes
0: sense. Went to Egypt, Shag Cleopatra. Sure. Caesar got a lot more done in his life.
1: If only that Henry was the, the VIII,
0: Yeah, well, no, but I think it comes back into his work <laughs> ethic, which is what you want in somebody <laughs> helping you with DIY. Henry VIII, fat ass, mead, shagging, syphilis, dead.
1: He didn't shag any mead. He drank mead. (laughs) I think that has to be a draw.
0: No, it doesn't. It has to be a James victory. Julius Caesar, thank you.
1: Henry was a Olympic-level sportsman. He was a brute. He was a very healthy guy. Until Until he got really fat. Until he got really fat, yeah. Granted, until he got really fat. So I think if we're taking uh, both of them at their peaks, then I think it's pretty even. I
0: hugely disagree with that. I think the fact that you've got, let's be honest, the Johnny Vegas of the list, and you think he'd be better. At only, if, you with only in
1: his last five years. Before that, he was a, renowned, he was a renowned sportsman.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> if you're really going to take this down to the
1: wire, and I yeah. can't.
0: Convince you otherwise.
1: I think it's close. Give me another number for another category.
0: Um, okay, let's go for category number seven.
1: Most likely to lead a cult.
0: Yeah, okay. I suppose
1: Henry's got that. Yes. I think he did lead a cult, didn't he? Of a sort, starting his own religion. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, starting your own
1: religion, I suppose
0: kind of in his wheelhouse, at least.
1: Well, it was a long and brutal battle, but I think we can both agree that the right man won in the end.
0: What a load of shit that is.
1: have the list though. Can we just have a very quick game of play your cards height? Come on, it'll be yeah. I will give you an easy starting point. One of the shortest people on the list, Queen Victoria. Now, would you care to guess in centimeters how tall Queen Victoria is?
0: 160.
1: She was 152 centimeters, Queen Victoria making her, I think, the third shortest, and we genuinely have dwarves on this list. So we're going to go higher or lower than Queen Victoria, a number between 1 and 87.
0: We'll go higher number 3.
1: Okay. Well, higher. We'll see who it is first, and you can change your mind. This is Groucho Marx. Uh,
0: I think he was taller, but I don't think he's a big man either but he's probably taller than Queen Victoria yeah
1: I think everybody's taller than Queen Victoria um, <clears throat> have a guess how many centimetres tall Groucho Marx is
0: 171
1: you're very close he's 168 ah. so you've made it to 1 mm. give me another the number between 1 and 87
0: 23
1: Is Ronald Reagan? So Reagan higher or lower than Groucho Marx?
0: Higher. I think he was above average. I think he was quite tall. I think he was like 188 or something like that. 187. Quite tall.
1: I will take your 187. He was 184. Moto Yeah, so about six okay. foot, something like that. Excellent. You've made it to two. Another number, please.
0: 45.
1: 45 is Otto von Bismarck. So is Otto von Bismarck higher or lower than Ronald Reagan?
0: With or without his helmet <laughs> I'm going to say he's shorter than Ronald Reagan.
1: He had one of those spiked helmets, didn't he? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. But as far as I'm aware, that wasn't biologically part of his body.
1: (laughs) What are they called, those spiked helmets?
0: Spiking helmet.
1: That's it. So, if Reagan's 184, so what do you think von Bismarck is?
0: 173.
1: I can tell you, Otto von Bismarck is... One ninety three. No. Let us sit upon the carpet and tell oh. sad stories.
0: The Grim Reaper beckons. You are
1: joking. He was a, a giant. giant of a man.
0: Wow, that is impressive.
1: Yes. So you only made it to two and you got stung by the Holy Roman Emperor. No, he wasn't.
0: What was he? Father of German unification, yes.
1: Father of German unification. You see, and you thought that game was too easy.
0: <clears throat> yep, and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have nothing further to add. What a game. Uh, duped by Bismarck after such a strong run. Queen Victoria, Groucho Marx, Ronald Reagan. I was doing so well, but you know, these are just the risks you have to take. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, if you could play as number four, please.
0: Number four.
1: I like to have Schweppes with strangers. Would you? Have some
0: Schweppes. Just me and you.
1: I'm sorry, but you mean sex, right? Uh, Cut! No, schweps.
0: Ah, I really want to watch that, advert. It sounds amazing. I really want to have a schweps with you. Sorry, but uh, you mean sex No, I mean Schweppes <laughs> Listen to that one more time I like to have a schweps right, with strangers I like to have a Schweppes with the strangers with The German Came in there a little bit With, with strangers I like to have a Schweppes with. Oh, is it French? Hang on I like to have a Schweppes with strangers Would you? Have some Schweppes Just me and you
1: I'm sorry, but you mean sex, right? Cut! No, uh, Schweppes. No, uh, shrimps. It was a simpler time, wasn't it? Imagine trying to do that advert now. The 90s. <laughs> I like
0: the Schweppes with strangers. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you mean bonking, right?
1: <laughs> well, I think you've guessed what the product is. Who is hmm. the A-list celebrity actress?
0: Someone quite sultry. You give me a time period. When are we talking?
1: They're all nineties, I think.
0: Nineties, and how big are we talking? Like relatively, are we talking like at this point in time, this person was absolute a game, or
1: yes, a list.
0: Nineties a list. I mean, it might be somebody trying to do an accent. I think it probably is. Uh, let's go with
1: nineties a list.
0: Don't say Jesus, like oh, it's so obvious.
1: You've been tossing this one over for over five minutes. Yeah. Just pick an A-list. What is it? Jodie Foster. Go with Jody Foster.
0: Jodie Foster, Jodie Foster what is it? Oh Jesus, James, I can't believe this. You didn't get that <laughs> Nicolas Cage one where I compressed it to within an inch of its life. So it sounded like he was an insect trapped in a jar. What more do you want? Um, all right, fine. Oh, oh. Cameron Diaz, fuck off. <laughs> you hurry me? You, you mess up with my process. I was trying to go through, so you just go, oh, fuck. So, I mean, two seconds after the clip. Um, I think it's, oh, fuck.
1: How do you not know this? Your process is to keep talking until one of us dies.
0: <laughs> my process is to keep talking so you don't come in with your little, oh, looking at your watch. Oh, do you know what I mean? Chris Tarrant never did this, a millionaire. Right, what is it? Go on, then. It's obviously.
1: No, I don't, I don't think it's easy. I'm not sure I would it's have... It's clearly Halle
0: Berry. It. Who is it?
1: All right, I will give you a hint. She was married to Gary Oldman at this time.
0: Uh, Angelina Jolie.
1: No, it's Uma Thurman. Is it really? Yeah. If you listen to her, she does have a bit of a weird accent, doesn't she?
0: I'm going to listen again now. Yeah. I'd like to have a
1: Schweppes with
0: strangers. That was strangers, though. She doesn't say that in
1: real life. I think Don't she's had more that. than a Schweppes. I think she's had herself <laughs> yeah. a strong vodka.
0: Yeah, she's definitely had something that she's used Schweppes to mix with.
1: A sleeping pill. Would you have some Schweppes?
0: Just she sounds me. fairly conscious. Would <laughs> you like to have a Schweppes with <laughs> me? Just me and you.
1: Yeah, it's like she's been in a coma for 20 years. She's
0: trying to work out where she is. That is (laughs) madness. Well, I was never going to get Uma Thurman. She wasn't even on my radar. I thought, before you said it has to only be film stars, I was thinking Claudia Schieffer, because then there's the German element that comes into it, you see. And I think Uma Thurman's Swedish or something, so I'm not that far off.
1: Well, you're completely wrong person, so yeah, you're, you are that far. Wrong
0: person, wrong country, but other than that, I was on
1: the money. <laughs> All right, if you could go for number five, please. Number five. Have you tried the new selica Check out the Super so so styling, The dual-mode four-wheel steering. Go kick in 10-speaker super live sound
0: system! I mean, the thing is, that what's annoying about this game yep. is it's kind of the perfect venn diagram for you <laughs> of very very annoying yeah. but also engaging enough that i want to know who these people are you've hit kind of the perfect venn diagram spot because yep. normally if it's like you know jam jar weekly or something that we're doing a review of i couldn't care less yes. But this one you've kind of hit the middle ground let's listen to that again
1: have you tried the new silica? Check out the you
0: say have you tried the new silica, which is that silica gel they put in little packets into things <laughs> to stop it from like creasing?
1: Yeah, you've got to advertise or people are not gonna be using those packets. Do not have you tried eat. the new silica? Don't yeah. eat it though. Let- I have exactly. done it, it tastes horrible. Yeah. Have you tried the new silica? Check out the super styling, the dual mode four-wheel steering. Go get in 10 speaker super live sounds! Of-
0: right. Oof. How many people are talking in that advert?
1: I think it's just our A-list actor. Ten speed, super sound, something, something.
0: Is it, is it James McAvoy in that film where he has a split personality?
1: <laughs> uh, no.
0: Or is it Nicolas Cage having another breakdown in the pachinko parlour?
1: At this point, this may actually be late 80s, I would say biggest star on the planet. Um, do you know what a Celica is? No,
0: it's a car. It's type of car.
1: It is a Toyota, yes.
0: Yeah. Have you tried the new Celica? Oh, but it's a super, super like I got electric steering. Do you mean sex? Uh, Sorry. Do you like to have a schrebs with me? <laughs> do you mean bonking? <laughs> Possibly, possibly chef. <laughs> so 80s, biggest star. Yep. Is it Robert De Niro on crystal meth? <laughs> it's the bit where he goes all high and mental because you're assuring me that that's one person.
1: He is known for this as well. That's kind of his trademark thing.
0: I'm going mad. Jim Carrey.
1: Final answer?
0: No. (laughs) Jim Carrey.
1: Similar career trajectory, but about 10 years before. It's Eddie Murphy. Ah. Ah. You see what I mean? This sort of fast-paced. Hey, what do we do with the thing with the thing, me. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay, have a go. Number six, I guarantee you're going to get. Chichin boy, boy!
0: Well, so it sounds like he says chin-chin at the beginning, which means penis.
1: <laughs> it's an advert for and, penises.
0: Well, I'll be honest, it sounds like he says chin-chin and then he says brudah, brudah which means swinging. So it sounds like he just basically says swinging cock and then starts laughing. <laughs> but I think that's The Rock, isn't it?
1: Well, we're talking the 1990s, so Dwayne The Rock was still the in the high rock. school. Uh, I'll give you a clue. The Laugh... Is one of his trademarks. At the time this came out, he could make a very solid argument for being the biggest star in the world. Boy, boy! <laughs> Come on, who do you know? Ha ha
0: ha ha! Brian blessed it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brian blessed gets some of that Japanese dollar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> could make an argument. He was in the early nineties the biggest movie star on the planet. Uh, this is going to be one of those ones where I kick myself. I really don't know. Action star. Ah, Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Kill me. Finish me. <laughs> Schwarzenegger.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. at
1: ballpark. <laughs> Swinging penis. <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> He's
0: not known for his trademark laugh, is he?
1: Yeah. He always does that really over-the-top creepy laugh.
0: oh okay I wasn't aware of that
1: Uh, let me just count how many you have got
0: none so far I think
1: I believe one out of six if you could have a go at the last one it is Blessing Relief number seven (laughs) I love I love
0: Sorry, was there any vocabulary in that? One? Was anyone actually talking? It sounded like someone was gonna... recording a backing track and there were like two people shouting at each other in the, in the distance. Um, so given that, I'll go for Nicholas Cage.
1: It is! It's Nicolas Cage for Pachinko, which you may know is a Japanese pinball slash slot machine gaming company. Chin chin!
0: Bori bori! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Congratulations, you got two out of seven, and they were both Nicolas Cage, although you missed out on the middle Nicolas Cage, which would have given you three out of seven.
0: What a game.
1: It's an absolute stormer, isn't it?
0: It is brilliant. I do enjoy that.
1: And there you had it, the eighth wonder of the world, a cohesive, long-ass episode of the MRP. Next week, we will celebrate episode 60 with a new feature, the 175 Club, and some more vintage Chinese whispers to keep James on his toes. Until then.
0: Take care, everybody.